and welcome to the super fun awesome happy time pedal show podcast hey welcome that was a bit more energetic than usual i think yeah we're just halfway through a coffee yeah chocolate 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 that's a thing and and after the last i don't know 40 podcasts that we did separated by the internet now that we are meant to be in lockdown (laughs) we're in the same room yeah but we're we are we are um a hand's distance apart don't touch arms distance apart don't touch um yeah uh, yes. The, yeah, it's if you. All oh, the rules are a bit vague here, but yeah, I think we're still oh, it's, it's, being legal. It's Queensland, Australia. It's like, oh, ah, yeah, mate, just, uh, yeah. just, uh, just whatever you do, what, what, whatever you do, as long as you don't play music more than eighty-two decibel, you're fine. Everything yeah. else is fine. And if you are, if you have to go to the pub for ciggies and and diaries and smokes and and, uh, and beers, that's cool. Up to seventeen rating people. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Grinder meats up to seven eighteen. <laughs> no. Um, wow. <laughs> so um, I hope everyone's doing well out there in the the kind of strange world that the world mm. is at the moment. Yeah. Um, we've decided now after about what a month. Yeah. I'd say it was about a month of of not getting together for videos. We thought let's get together and do some videos today. Mm. Um, none of us. Um, well, Alex uh, has been coughing a lot and stuff, but I'm fine. So, uh, <laughs> no, n- neither of us, you know, show any symptoms at this time. So, yeah, we thought we've been kind of staying around at home for long enough. Let's get together and do some videos. And it's only the two of us here anyway, so at, at the studio. So, what have you been doing, Alex, since the um, last podcast? Not a lot of music stuff, just a little bit of playing guitar, but not too much music stuff. I actually caught up with um, a distance with a, a mate of mine. We went for a kayak up a river, and um, and he's a lighting designer, lighting technician guy. Was he at least one kayak length away from you? Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> it was a, it was a bit windy, so it was a bit hard to paddle. Um, ah, did he sneeze? And were you downwind? Mm, that's fine. Did you sneeze? And was he downwind? <laughs> <laughs> I had wind, but it wasn't down. Um, oh well, that's it. You're yeah. breaking the law. Citizens arrest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a bit the same as myself. Like, we're both actually really kind of happy for a little bit of a break from the whole thing. Uh, just because it's been a life for years and years and years and years. Even though you might get away for a week or a holiday for a couple of weeks or whatever it is, you never really switch off, like, completely. And because I've had no gigs, no studio time booked, mm, you know, there's no like money to spend on gear or do that kind of stuff. I've just been doing things like um, working on the house, doing yard work, uh, spring cleaning the house, and in autumn. Yes, <laughs> autumn cleaning the house. Autumn cleaning the house. We're in the southern hemisphere, folks. Yeah. and it's um yeah it's been a couple of months now. I think I'm just about ready to get back in the music thing. Uh, uh, I think you'll have a few, a few more months to go. <laughs> no, like just even just playing at home. Hmm. I haven't really touched guitars like. I picked up the bass today for did for a demo, and um, I realised it was still tuned down a half step from when we did a gig. When was that? Oh, a few months ago. Was that yeah. this year or last year? <laughs> no, I think it was this year, early this year. Yeah. Oh, was it? I don't remember. Anyway, yeah. It's been months. Been a while. So that's how long since I've played bass, and um, yeah, it's just been kind of a nice little refreshment. And that that's a dog, if anyone wonders, with a with a toy. Thank yeah, you, dog. The dog doesn't make that noise. <laughs> Not naturally. Not naturally, no. Um, 
Hey, can you take the squeaky toy off you? But yeah, it's kind of just been a bit nice to have a breather from everything music. And I did, like the first week or two of the whole you know, lockdown thing and gigs cancelled and stuff, I did spend probably five or six days just pulling all the PA out, all my live gear out and um, doing the maintenance stuff. Soldered a bunch of cables. Hosing the rum and coke out of everything. Yep. <laughs> you got a dog? And um, even repainted some speakers. I've got speaker paint stuff for PA. No, I think you talked about it last time. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's sort of blurred into each other all these days. But, um, yeah, that kind of um, took up a while. But then, other than that, just been doing non-music stuff. So you're one of those people that I semi-hate. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thanks. For multiple reasons. Okay, bye. <laughs> no, but uh, the, the problem is, so I have my kids home mm. that are not going to school. Yeah. And I think I mentioned this last time as well. Everyone talks about, oh, we've got all this time. What are we going to do? Use this time to learn a new instrument or take this time to learn how to use the synthesizer I bought ages ago. Can learn yoga and um, how to speak Spanish. and. Well... For anyone who's got kids, I mean, this is basically... And I mean, you'd know because you're doing it at the moment. But for anyone who doesn't have kids, um, we are basically now the teachers of our kids. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, they do the schooling at home, but they can't do it by themselves. And they ask questions and they... Yeah. So we're doing it for them. So I've been busier than ever before, basically. I've, sure. I've um, had no time to do anything. And um, neither of us, my wife and I, have no time for anything other than what we do with the kids. And the problem is... Squeaky dog. The problem is... Yeah. Uh, kids with the teachers, when they, when school finishes, they go home, and the teachers go home. When school finishes, the kids go, oh, now school's over. Play with us, mummy and daddy. Play with us, mummy and daddy. So twenty four hours. It's, it just never ends. Yeah. But um, so it's been busy for us. But um, it's all right. I don't mind it. I mean, I like I, I like having the kids home. But yeah, uh, I think now hopefully, nice family, like, hopefully, well, they have the moments, but. <laughs> Um, Not really jerks. Uh, well, well, the little one. Well, um, but uh, <laughs> um, no. Well, hopefully, once they get used to a bit of a rhythm with using the online stuff, and of course, the online stuff is crashing and not working, and yeah, like the entire school online system is completely crashing and not working. So mm. you can't log on, you can't down- download the stuff they want you to do, you can't upload the stuff they want you to upload. So it's just a hass- hassle. And I mean, at my place, it's funny now because. My wife is sort of the teacher, yeah. and I'm the tech guy. Anyway. You know, it's like you ring up the tech guy to come in because the computer doesn't work, and I'm the tech guy who comes Mr. in and fix. G, my speakers. <laughs> I mean, my computer's not <laughs> So that's me. So, uh, but <laughs> I, I've been trying to with music. I've been because I think I mentioned it last time as well. Mm. With gigs, I do. I sort of worked out on average. I play just at gigs. I do. I don't know six to nine hours of playing guitar. A week usually minimum just gigs yeah uh so that's lacking now so which means la- that's less practice because i mean gigs and it's practice right mm. so uh, i've been trying to every night i've been trying to because uh, what my house sort of i've got my home studio kind of set up next to the house and you know garage sort of thing which is but it's outside of the house you got to walk out of the house mm. um and every night i try to get a guitar out of the studio i lock you know studio shut it's done but bring a guitar into the house. <coughs> and I've been lately also cleaning him up, but I, I want at least a guitar. And I always play a different guitar. I try to make a different guitar every night. 
and I practice something or do something or run through some things or just do anything just yeah. while I'm watching TV at night uh, for a little while, just even just to keep the calluses up. Mm. And uh, yeah. but I've been restringing a lot of guitars and cleaning them and 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 setting them up and stuff, which like I think it's been general maintenance. Yeah, it's been good for some of the guitars because they needed it. A lot yeah. of them had really bad strings on it because I've neglected them for a while, and I've sort of reacquainted myself. Is that a word? Reacquainted. Quaintented myself with um, with um, a bunch of guitars I hadn't played in ages, that, and I played them again, and now I know why I like them and got them mm. in the first place. So um, yeah, I've had that before. You oh, I never play that thing. I might sell it, and then you put new strings on it, and you go, ah, it's really good. Especially my old silver tones. I really like both of them. They're great guitars. Yeah. And um, I'm, I'm uh, <laughs> dog is chasing a tail. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I'm I'm, I'm um, yeah, it's a cool thing. Quite liking them and, and quite getting back into into that sort of stuff. And they make you play differently as well, I find. So you, yeah. I bring different guitars into the house mm. and you will play just something play just without thinking. You will just start playing something different, yeah. almost different style with different guitars, I find. Just unplugged electric unplugged. Yeah, yeah, not, yeah, not, not plugged. Head, headphones or anything. I'm working on and I'm hoping. I've been talking to the guys from Positive Grid and Buyer's Effects. Um, and we were going to do a promotion thing for their, um, was it the spark the, thing? Yeah. Well, the spark thing, I'm, I want to get a spark cause that mm. thing looks freaking amazing. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah. and I actually, so I, I emailed positive grid because, oh, it, bias, bias effects, positive grid. Um, cause I've emailed a whole bunch of people cause I'm trying to, I want to do, uh, I'm going to do a bunch of videos on iOS stuff. So using your iPad or your phone, which I think at the moment is a good time to do because a lot of people are at home. They can't make any noise because the family are home. Kids are at home. They may not have much else of a setup. There's some really good stuff. Mm. iOS stuff, actually. There's some really, really good um, effects and amp sims. And yeah, that's why we've done um, amp plugins too on computers as well because it's yeah such like because it's generally they're getting better and better. But also this time of the world, it's actually quite applicable. Um, so yeah, it, it is. Yeah. So anyway, so I've emailed the guys from Positive Grid, and and we were going to do this promotion together on a thing that finishes today, actually, on the twenty fourth out of all all days, but it didn't work. And I think the guy I was talking to only works certain days, and with time differences, it's almost been one or two emails per week that we've managed to get back and forth, and I couldn't get it to work the way the promotion was meant to work on my thing. But I think we're going to do some more stuff with Positive Grid anyway. And mm -hmm. I had completely unrelated, I had because um, I have guitar students. I think I mentioned that as well. I usually teach at a, at a shop, music shop here, um, Music at Noosa. But uh, I now do online lessons. And I've had about three of my students, or four even, without me talking about Positive Grid or anything, they've texted me out of the blue saying, oh, I just saw something about this Spark amp. That looks really good. What are your thoughts on that? And I kind of went, well, funny you should say, I've been talking to the guys from Positive Grid yeah. um, and I've been asking him if I could, because I think uh, this is one of those products, like a few of them, like the Captor X, for example, by Two Notes as well, that we're meant to be getting. Yep. Um, because of the whole lockdown thing and because of the whole China locking down and some of the factories locking down, it was released at just a time when... Um, all this happens. I think they're really behind with pre-orders and trying to get stuff out of the, out. But I'm hoping to get one of them because that looks really, really cool. Yeah, it's um, happened to quite a few 
pedal manufacturers. That's hard the to say. Parts. Yeah, just getting parts like might not parts like, and manufacturing. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or assembly. Yeah. Might, might only need a handful of bits and pieces, but if you've only got half a pedal and it's not really a pedal at all. Yeah. yeah. But that spark thing, yeah, it looks really cool because it's like mm. a small portable amp, practice amp at home, but it's also Bluetooth music player. Yeah. And cool. you control everything on an app. But it has, have you seen it? It has, it has a chord finder, automatic chord finder. So oh, really? you, you go to YouTube yeah. and you listen to a song and in real time, it shows you the chord. Wow. How that actually works, I don't know, but that's pretty cool. And that's what a lot of my students said. How cool is that? So you can go um, to YouTube, listen to songs, and it shows you the chords. There you go. That's pretty crazy. So yeah. it looks it looks really interesting, and the Positive Grid stuff, from what I know, is pretty cool. So hopefully we're going to work with them mm. soon. I'll, I'll keep emailing them and talking to them. And... I didn't know about the chord thing. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, that's one of the main things. Um, and then it's uh, it's it's all these different amps. You've got a looper built in. You've got a four-track recorder, mm. so you can record... Um, you can record uh, uh, your guitar. You can record vocals on it. You can do everything, you know, all built in and you control it from the app it's yeah. pretty cool so that's yeah. hopefully something that might be coming um and there's also a bunch of amplitude ico multimedia stuff coming that i'm going to do um whenever i get around to doing it um yeah so that's that so uh uh, uh any new music related products you may have purchased alex it may have come in the mail just before. Just before today, yes. Oh, I wonder what you do. Yeah, what am I, I wonder what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm I'm actually getting into um I'm getting into it. I've managed to sell a bunch of stuff, mm. sell some pedals because I don't have any income because I've got no gigs. Yes. But I managed to sell some pedals uh, via the interwebs, and I've bought an Afterneath uh, module in the Eurorack format <whistles> from Earthquaker. And it just arrived before, about two hours ago. And pulled out of the box, haven't plugged in yet, but it'll be interesting. <laughs> Still whistling. <laughs> and um, so that's my second module. The other one is the um, uh, Dreadbox Delay. Mm. You can see over there, it's purple, which mm. is fun. Afterneath is black, which is still cool. Mm. It's black is rock and roll. Mm. Uh, yeah, it'll be fun. I can't wait to plug it in. Mm. I have to do this after do that after this yeah 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 and then we'll do a video of it at some stage um yeah that's pretty cool mm. it's really very cool and um yeah it was actually kind of it's a bit of a luxury i probably should have saved money and spent it on groceries you bastard yeah just ruined christmas yeah yeah that should be fun there's like so many cool things coming out in the euro rack especially like crossover from guitar manufacturing into Quick <laughs> into the synth world. Yeah. <laughs> it's mostly the dog doing that. Mostly, and, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's like that was released a while ago and it just um, became available through Found Sound in Australia. Uh, I haven't worked with them at all, but I've bought a couple of things for them and they just seem like a really cool shop. They stock really cool stuff. Yeah, I like some of the stuff they have. If you look at the, yeah. the stock they have, they have some interesting stuff. And another guy I mentioned he said, like, it's not really the cheapest, but they just stock really cool things. Yeah. It's not, <clears throat> not like the bargain basement. Yeah. Well, it'll be interesting but, to check it out and yeah. plug it in and how it compares to the Zoom Studio 1201 <laughs> reverb. <coughs> Pretty much the same, I reckon. Oh, I don't think it'll be as good, but... <laughs> um, and then, uh, did you yeah. possibly get try to pedal or something, Alex? <laughs> wonder where that's leading. Yeah, um, 
Yeah, I sold a couple, but also traded one for... I can't remember what I traded for it. Rubber chicken? I think I just sold that. Huh. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. That wasn't really my thing. It was fun to play with. But, um, yeah, I got a um, Bognut Wessex mm. overdrive. And um, we did a demo of that today. Mm. Mm. I went from the whistles to the... Mm. I was going to say you start whistling again. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's fun, hey? It's good. We end up doing a shootout with that and the um, Ecstasy Blue. Blue, yeah. So that was pretty cool. Um, what's your thoughts on the Wessex? I like it. Mm. I like the Bogner stuff. I'm a fan. Yeah. Bill now, Bogner's what awesome. we need them to do is to send us a bunch of amps and stuff as well mm. so we can compare it. And the rest of the pedals and that. And all the rest of the pedals. Well, I mean, the <laughs> pedals, I was hoping that was going to happen because that's Boutique Amp Distribution. And yeah. I was talking to the guys from Boutique Amp Distribution at 40 Degistry last year. But nothing has happened with that, mm. so sadly. So, um, um, yeah, because they make all the Bogner pedals, I think they're, um, <clears throat> uh, which is interesting. So, but Reinhold Bogner amp wise is not involved with them, but pedal is. Oh, is he not? I don't think he is. Mm. Although they just did synergy models for the Bogner stuff as well, which is official, mm. like that's the Bogner stuff, yeah. which sounded really, really good. Yeah, the synergy thing keeps coming up, eh? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I was hoping, that's what I was talking to Boutique Amp, to mm. Amps Distribution about last year at 40 Degree Street. And it looked like they were going to send us some stuff, but that yeah. never eventuated. So I don't know. I, I might I might email De uh, Dennis from Boutique Amp Distribution again um, and see what happens. Yeah, I'm, I'm quite impressed with all the Bogner stuff. I think it's great. The build yeah. quality is good. The sound quality is really, really good on all of it. I'm highly impressed so far. Yeah, it's um the Wessex has its definitely its own flavour. It's not really like a anything else. No, no. Yeah. It it sounds has its own sound. I think all these brands like Bogner, the things I've played were, were excellent. Same with Friedman, the mm. whether it's amp, guitar or pedals, they've been excellent. Yeah. Um so yeah, so there's some good stuff out there. <coughs> mm. We just yeah, need to get sure. more of it. Yes. Which is tricky, especially this time of climate climate in the yeah. world, and yeah. also being in Australia. <laughs> yeah, we're sort of a bit removed from everything. That's yeah. one of the things. It's a bit tricky with our freight. But um, yeah, it was fun. I think I might even go on my board. Which mm. be interesting. The old Wessex. Yeah. Um, I think the... Um, oh, what's it called? What's the step filter thingy? Step filter? Yeah. Or the Arpenoid. Arpenoid. I think that might come off. I think I've annoyed enough people at gigs with it. Okay. Uh, you can never annoy enough people <laughs> at gigs. That's what <laughs> I base my whole pedal board around. You can just see people who went on play with Brad's band. Yeah. Put that on. You could just sort of... Because I had it um, yeah, with the volume pedal on the board so you could blend in this uh, <laughs> weird step filter thing that's kind of not really in time. Because you watch people's faces in the band. That's, <laughs> as soon as that's, I hear it, that's like, what that's oh, what I'm all about. That's what everything I do is. Eyes that. roll back in the head, like oh, that's dumb. That's what that's what <laughs> I do in general. That's how I set up pedal boards, yeah. just for that. That's I live I live for that. I know, yeah. I know we've <clears> talked <throat> about this before, but I think I might because I've got the um, what's it called, the pedal train Nano Plus Nano. Yeah. The little one. Yeah. Maybe I might do like a. I was going to say a party board, but like a dumb board. Dumb board. <laughs> the old dumb board. <laughs> with, um, with some, I don't know, with a probe. 
Arpanoid, Whammy. The probe, the CFX probe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the cool board. That's, the, that's what I would call my main board. Yeah. yeah. And then other stuff with like delay and overdrive kicking on there. Oh, that's a boring, boring stuff. Boring board. <laughs> that's a boring board. Essentials. Um, yeah, that could be fun. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I think I'm going to redo my drive section. That'll, that'll be something to do. That'll kill a day. Yeah. Or two. Mm. Um, um, on that, I just yeah sold a couple of pedals. Um, 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 what else have I done? Oh, I redid some um, stuff in the studio. I built some uh, sweet drawers. Sweet. Oh, not just drawers. Sweet ones. Sweet drawers. Mm, sweet drawers. And you put your amps in the into your rack. Yeah. That looks fancy. You like that? Fancy. Yeah, it's cool. That's what I'm saying. It's fancy. Mm. Pretty cool. Pretty fancy. Mm. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, fancy. Uh, what 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 new stuff did I get? You asked Alex. <laughs> yeah, you've been trading too. Hey? Yeah, I've been trading a few. Actually, things. this is a fun thing to do because um, a lot of people don't have like have either have no income from gigs or just have less income. So trading is a fun way to get new stuff, get new toys. And I traded, uh, and I mean I have I had two of them. One of my. Um, uh, ringtones by Zvex. Hmm. I had two, and one is like, like a one looks like a lunchbox with peas and stuff in it, and the other one was just a normal hand painted one. Then I traded that for a. Um, Did you keep the pea one? Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> with it's pea and corn, and yeah, that's right. like it looks like a lunchbox. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> and uh, uh, I traded for a game changer plasma, which we did a video of today as well. Good trade. That's a cool pedal. Good trade. That's I could just look at that the whole time. Yeah. If I had that and the Wessex with the light changing, I would look at the light changing thing on the Wessex and nice. the lightning bolt on the plasma the whole gig. I wouldn't look at anything else. I'd just look at that the whole time. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, that's a cool pedal. It's a massive, massive fuzz kind of sound, but it's, yeah. it's, it's sort of somewhere in between fuzz and distortion. But it's its own kind of sound as well. It's quite a unique sounding pedal. It's more lightning sounding than... Uh... Yeah, it has more of a sort of a xenony sound. <laughs> you know, you know what you're talking about. <clears throat> so for anyone who doesn't know what it is, it's basically like a pedal. It's a pedal that has a xenon tube. What so is, xenon what is, is, I think, a gas. And I think it's what a lot of cars now, newer cars, the headlights are xenon lamps. Sure. And it's a gas... Um, it has a peppery taste. It has a peppery taste. No, it's so it's a gas, and basically, the, I don't know exactly how it works, but the audio signal goes in, and then you have these lightning bolts inside that tube, and yep. that is actually literally your sound traveling through to the other side. Via lightning. Via lightning. Yeah. And depending on how, how much gain or voltage, it's actually labeled voltage, and I think that's what it is, so it mm. applies more voltage. I think it's 1,000 volts. Sweet. That goes through there. So don't lick it. Don't lick it, no. Um, and the signal goes through that, and because it goes through that, it it does something to your guitar signal that nothing else does. Mm. <clears throat> and then it comes out on the other end. And um, it gives you this kind of weird gate as well when the lightning... Because yeah. it's a very quick thing because it's lightning. Yeah. Um, and as soon as you stop, the lightning stops, and then there's no signal because it there's a gap in the signal. Mm. So you have this kind of... All of a sudden, this gate that just goes, but it's really quick and really responsive. And um, it's actually more musical than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was just going to be this mental sort of like crazy. 
buzzy fuzz thing. And I thought on bass it sounded excellent. Mm. And guitar directing without an amp sounded really good. Yeah, that's I cool. think I'm going to use it for that. Yeah, it's, it could be total synth bass. Yeah. And I think yeah. um, things like drum machines, and uh, they did make a rack version of it. Mm. Um, but I think on drums and sure why, vocals and a, everything. That's a lot more expensive. I'm not sure why. I think it's two of them in one. Is it two? And then it has different routing options, I think. Yeah, right. Hmm. But it, it is quite expensive to rack, I know. But like the, um, I want to get the Euro rack version. Yeah, with Erica Synth, I think, mm. they did one together, yeah. Yeah. Well, you, you're Mr. Eurorack now, so. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's me. Go for that. Some country blues and Eurorack fuzz. <laughs> <laughs> Polar offs. That's it, that's it. Um, do what I want. But yeah, that's a cool pedal, so that's one I traded. Did I trade anything else or did I sell all the others? Oh, I traded another one, uh, another pedal for uh, the Ibanez Tube Screamer New Tube. New Tube. The New Tube one, which hasn't arrived yet, mm. um, but I'm waiting for that. So that's going to be interesting when it comes. Yeah. Um, and you should do a Tube Screamer shootout with all the Tube Screamers in the world. Oh, gosh, that's... <laughs> uh, no, I know. We've, we've dug too much of a hole with the Clon thing a few years ago. Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, no, no, but it'll be interesting to see that. I've actually seen a few people um, use it. Um, actually, a guy who I really, uh, I really like his music, um, a guy called Alessandro Cortini, mm. uh, who is he's sort of a bit of a multi-instrumentalist guy, and he plays in Nine Inch Nails, but he does his own ah, kind of thing. Yeah, right. And for quite a while, he was first he was a guitar player, one of the guitar players, because he's actually a guitar player. Mm. But then he sort of fell into the role of doing a lot of um, sound stuff, you know, triggering loops and things. Not necessarily playing keyboards, but triggering loops and yeah. triggering sound samples and stuff like that. So he's been a lot of different things. And then lately, I think since... Um, oh, what's the guy's name? Atticus Ross. Yeah. Sort of Trent Reza and Atticus Ross have been sort of buddies and doing lots of soundtrack work together. Yeah. Um, he... Um, then, because Atticus does all the... Um, like modular stuff and that sort of stuff. Then he started playing bass okay. for a while. So he's sort of one of those guys who does a lot of everything, but it does his own music, which is mostly synth-based. Sure. And I watched a thing um, that he did, some sort of a... where he showed how he uses some stuff. I don't mm -hmm. know exactly. Yeah. But he was using the new tube, uh, Tube Screamer, and he said it has a really nice character for um, synths, and I think he uses it on his four-track cassette recorder. Yeah, right. Um, the output of that goes into the into that to distort it as well, and he uses it for a lot of sort of synth based stuff. And he said, "I just remember him saying it has a the ca the character of it yeah. is different to most other overdrives because of the YouTube thing, and he really likes it." Yeah, so, cool. Anyway, it'd be interesting to see. Long story, but interesting. Um, be interesting to see what it yeah, sounds it's, like. It's funny how like um, just like some some things like this end up being like kind of cult type. Uh, ways of making music, but it's just some guy experimenting, plugging things in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's coming, and I've sold a few, and there's a few more for sale, and, and I don't know what's going on exactly with all that stuff. And Spring cleaning. Sorry? Spring cleaning. Spring gear. clean in autumn. That's yeah. exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> so um, if you live in Australia, go and check out uh, uh, Pedal Trading Australia on Facebook, because uh, we post stuff on there, what we sell. Mm. <coughs> that's sort of our... Australian, but it's only in Australia. It's only meant for people that live in Australia. Yeah, sucked in. So you don't have to deal with overseas shipping and stuff like that. Hmm. Um, yeah, so uh, that's that. And then what else? 
has come in? Has, oh, um, actually, really cool thing. Um, uh, and really awesome guy. Uh, if you're listening, Elroy. Uh, hello, Elroy. Uh, Elroy is from Exonic. Uh, and Exonic make a thing called the X-Tone. There's lots of X's in there. And uh, there's the X-Tone, and then there's the X-Tone Pro, and then there's the X-Tone Duo, maybe? Anyway, hmm. and they're basically uh, uh, audio interfaces, but in sort of pedal form. Um, now, the X-Tone is a one-in, one-out kind of thing. The X-Tone Pro is two-in, two-out. Um, and then you've got the Duo, which I think you have a separate line for XLR, so you could use it with mics and yeah. a separate one for the guitar. Anyway, the one we got is the Pro, and the Pro basically is a... Um, if you imagine like a sort of the size of a timeline kind of mm. Mobius, that sort of size, yeah. Strymon, you know, that sort of size pedal with six switches on it and a couple of knobs. Uh, and you have XLR in and out. It's actually combo jack in and out. Mm-hmm. And you have a jack in, so it's a left and right in. And you have XLR out, which is mono, and then two um, TRS stereo out. So you can either run it in stereo or you can run it just an XLR mono out. Sure. You have MIDI in and out, uh, and the, well, the most important part, you've got a USB connection. And with that, you can connect it directly to an iPad or iPhone, but you can also use a computer if you want. Mm. But the idea is basically to have a pedal-based interface. So wh- whether you have a laptop sitting there, or you have an iPhone or an iPad or any kind of tablet or anything, you can have it sitting there and you can use that and have a pedal on the floor to you know, oh, to change things. And you can set it up as a MIDI set, a setting, and you can plug, you can, I mean, you can use it technically as an extra pedal mm. and you can run all your other pedals in front of it and then run through it and use that, you know, bring it in whenever you want it and then have other pedals and then run it to an amp. You can run it whichever way you want. Yeah, cool. The other cool thing also is it's, it's USB powered. Nice. So you plug it into your phone or into your iPad and the iPad or the phone will actually power it. Yeah, cool. But you can also plug a 9 volt into it so you don't have to have that. Yeah. But I think the main thing with that that they're going for is an ios interface so not you can use it for a laptop or computer but i think that what they're really going for is an ios interface and i've slowly been getting into the whole ios thing Mm. and there's some really cool stuff i never quite knew there was but there's some really really cool stuff there so uh, i used a bit of um positive grid um bias effects which actually sounds really good they have sound great in that i thought uh, but you don't even have to use the amps. You can just use the pedals. And again, you can run it mm. as a pedal into your amp. Just use it as extra pedals. And you can have, because you have six foot switches, you can have, it's like a multi-effect, basically, yeah, totally. with six presets. Cool. Uh, which sounded really, really cool. Uh, and Amplitude was pretty cool and a few other ones. But I think all up, the fact that you also have a microphone in, so an XLR in, Yeah. Uh, because there's some great, really cool looping stuff that you can get on iOS. Um, mm. There's a, a, a any I think he's an Italian guy. The name sounds Italian, but Nembrini, uh, who makes these amp models, which sound really cool, actually. I know that name. Um, Does he do other work for other I people? I think he's a composer. Okay. Um, maybe session guy, composer. Right. Guitarist play, a guy. Um he uh, and he yeah he made these there's, there's a bunch of free delays and effects and stuff mm-hmm. but then I think that and that's the other thing it's all quite cheap on iOS I mean it's thirty dollars for this uh, and actually I mean I got it 
for free off Elroy. Yeah. Um, but thirty dollars, and it's a Soldano SLO. Sure. And it sounds really cool, actually. And he does a JCM eight hundred as well. Okay. Um, and you have all presets. You can put load IRs into it and everything, and it yeah. has multiple IRs you can go through. It's really cool. Um, and there's this thing I just got into it because I, I really started getting into it, and I think I'm going to do a whole bunch of that AI stuff. And again, especially because right now it's mm. I think it's something that people can use. Yeah. And I mean, you don't have to have a big MIDI controllable thing. You can just use an iRig connector and do the same mm. thing. Headphones. But there's a there's a um, there's a, a thing called uh, AUM or AUM, um, and it's basically a virtual mixer. Right. But with any the routing options are insane. So you basically you can you create a channel, virtual channel, right? Yeah. Um, you say is it gonna be is it do you want an, an audio input or do you want MIDI or like there's diff all these different inputs you can choose from. Okay. And then you can through inter platform or inter app something or other. So you can open another app up. Mm. So for example, you know, you use that Nembrini uh, SLO head, right? Sure. So you plug your guitar into it, you use like a mixer channel, and the input is the audio from your guitar, and then you put as a effect on that channel, you put that Nembrini amp, right? And you can you can almost like a um, it's almost like a like a bus that you're running. Sure. And you can say, do you want all wet or do you want to blend it in? You know, so I guess with a with a amp, you want yeah. it all wet, right? But yeah. then you can, for example, have um, the next thing you can have. You, then let's say you have another channel you open up as a bus channel, yeah. like an actual bus channel. And on that bus channel, you insert, let's say, again, um, Elroy gave me a free version of it. But again, it only costs $30 Australian, so like $2 US at the moment. <laughs> Not quite, but pro probably $20 US. Uh, even tight reverb, actually, actually even tight reverb. Yeah, right. So you, then you put that, you create this bus channel. Like a DAW type setup. Yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. much. You create this bus channel. You put the Eventide into that, and then you send. You can send the guitar into it, and again, you can select how much you want, and you can send. You can select the output of it as well, so you can route that to different a different output, for yeah. example. Wet dry. Wet dry, exactly right. Yeah. In an iOS device, um, and but then you can plug all put all these other things in there, and you can you can make this virtual mixer, which is really really cool. It's, yeah, cool. I mean, even. Even not looking at it as an iOS mixer, looking at it generally as a mixer, mm. it's a really cool mixer. Nice. Um, and just the way you can route stuff yeah. is limitless routing because it's all virtual. Mm. Um, and it's really really cool. Uh, so I've been getting into that, and then some sequences, and there's this drum machine that I that I bought as well, which is uh, again it's the workflow because it's on an iPad and it's all touchscreen. Mm. I think it's much easier to use than plugins. Sure. And they sound just as good, a lot of it. I thought it sounded great. So I think I'm going to try and do, um, I may even try, I don't know if, if I'll have the time or not, but I may even try and do some, like write a track just using iOS stuff. Mm, right, cool. Um, and then, I mean, brands like Moog just, you know, they released uh, Model D for mm. free at the moment. But I mean, even if it's not free, I think it's only like 30 or 30 bucks or something to buy it. I mean, that stuff is not expensive. Mm. And again, with that X-Tone, because it has MIDI in and out, so you can run it, you can plug in the... Controller. You can Yeah. yeah. So you, you have that. You plug a guitar into it. You plug a microphone into it. 
you then also via MIDI plug a MIDI controller into it, mm. and then you run all that into that AUM mixer, and it's all separate. Mm. Yep. But it's all go- it's. I think it's pretty insane what you can do with it. Uh, but then you can all blend it together and put it all together, and it's 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 it's. I think it's pretty amazing the stuff you can do with it. Yeah. Um. So we're getting into that sort of stuff and, and a bunch of different keyboards and sequences and drum machines and. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. I'm I'm digging the iOS stuff. Nice. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Um, so that's there's going to be lots more of that. Um, what else? Oh, uh, we've been talking to Carl Martin, and I think there's some Carl Martin stuff coming. They're going mm. to send us a bunch of stuff, which is going to be really cool. Be um, fun. I've always kind of a little bit of tried it. Has always been great. I'm, I'm yeah, not a massive expert. I played. I think is it the AC tone? Yeah. Because I know they have an AC tone and they have a DC tone, but I think it was the AC tone, mm. and it was one of those. They had these. Uh, they were sort of plasticky. With two buttons on it. I think it was that and a boost they had for a little while. Okay. Um, I don't know what series it was. Um, mm. I need to look that up. But they had one at the music shop at Noosa. Yeah. Where I teach. And quite often, you know, in, in the teaching rooms, you, usually there's, there'd be, uh, I don't know, there'd be like a, a, a little transistor amp or... Practice amps. Practice amps. Yeah. Or at the moment, which I actually quite liked before this whole lockdown happened. They had a really rusty old, I think it was a Blues Junior yeah. um, um, Fender. Uh, but man, it sounded cool. It yeah, was yeah. such a cool sounding little amp. They're good. They are really cool amps. But you usually have, if you have any amps, you either have something like the old Laney, what were they called? The ones that had effects on it, transistor amps, oh, Extreme or something like that, which sound really horrible, the effects and the distortion on it. Anyway, so quite often, especially when you have secondhand gear pedals, Mm. I would just take stuff to try and use it for my lesson so I have a distortion pedal and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I remember using that. I'm pretty sure it was an AC tone, and I thought it was excellent. It sounded really, 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 really good. Um, is it the... Hang on, let me quickly check. Carl Martin. Uh, is it the AC tone? I think it was called the AC tone. Mm-hmm. It, um, yeah, name rings a bell. Um... But it was not. It wasn't in a metal housing. It was a like a plasticky housing, or well, it was metal. But it looked almost like a bit like Dan Electro, like curved. The like curved. Yeah. Um, yeah. The AC tone. There's only there's different ones that pop, that pop up. Anyway, uh, it was. I think they did a series for a while um, okay. of that. But it was really really cool. And then I played um, the Delayla. Is it Delayla? Is that sure, what it's called? Yeah. Yep. Uh, which is like I think three button delay, mm. and I remember really liking that. That was quite sought after for a while. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, come out and stuff. So we, I think we're mm. going to get a couple of their pedals. So um, we'll see what happens. But um, I'm quite looking yeah. forward to that. Um, the other thing we just did, which is very different for us, uh, we did a sponsored video for DistroKid. Yes, we did. And now we should mention this here as well because if you're out there, if you're listening to this, and you want. Um, to distribute your music to all the online... And, and I mean, this is not sponsored. They, they sponsor the video. They're not sponsoring this. Um, uh, but if you basically want to get your music out to all the online um, streaming services, basically, mm. and iTunes, which is not necessarily streaming. You can download stuff. But iTunes, Apple Music, Amazon, Spotify, TikTok... Yeah, and a whole bunch of others. There's tons of them, tons of Pandora. them. Pandora, YouTube, Pandora. It goes to YouTube Music as well. Yeah. Um, 
It's basically a service where you sign up and you do a, like it's a yearly flat fee. Mm. There's a couple of different tiers that give you different options of fee, but basically it's a, it's a set fee, which I think that the, the introductory one is 20 US dollars a year, which is not a whole lot really. Yeah. And you sign up and you have basically unlimited uploads and whatever you upload, it uploads for you to all the streaming services mm. and you keep 100% of the revenue that comes from it. They just take the yearly fee, um, which I think is pretty cool. It just yeah. makes your life much easier because you just upload stuff and it's done. It's that whole like left right brain thing, like <clears throat> like the real amazing songwriters and artists They're are not pretty crap with business side promoting themselves. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know. What I mean? So and and if you if you want to do that, I'll put it in the description as well. But if you go to any of our social media, if you click on the link tree link that has all our links on it, uh, if you use our link, you get seven percent off. For the first year if you sign up hmm. so so use it you know it also helps us it helps us cause... that way you help us so um there is an incentive for us as well not a massive incentive but there is an incentive for us so uh if you want to get your music out there uh, i actually just uploaded we did a video today and i uploaded a song so if you want to hear a song that i uh, co-wrote with um the awesome alicia uh who i've been talking about on the podcast before i'm sure yep um so i, I uploaded a song so uh um Check and that out. What's it called in the um, project title? The the the, the band is called Rome, but it's spelled weirdly. Weirdly, of course, like <laughs> everything I do is weird. So it's R H O A M E, like Rome. 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 And um, uh, the song is called In and Out of Love. So it's it's a song mostly written by Alicia. Yep. But if you listen to it, it's a seven minute epic, basically. Probably good to do with headphones. Yeah, on. yeah. Good. Listen to it with good through a good system because there's a lot of su sub frequencies happening there and crazy stereo stuff too crazy stereo lots of crazy stereo stuff. I, I'm, I'm such an anally retentive person with that stuff and we both of us are Alicia and I and yeah. we've been agonizing over this song for a couple of years now and that's sort of the first actual release that we've kind of done but um, or, I mean release it wasn't mastered or anything it was just sure. the closest to a releasable song I had and I thought for this video I wanted to release a song so the song is called In and Out of Love I think from memory it started with her playing it and strumming it on an acoustic guitar. Mm. And then I kind of, I sort of co-wrote a few bits, but it was mainly her song. Uh, but I sort of took the on the producer role and it turned into this massively epic electronic thing. Yeah. Um, which is just what I do. I overdo everything. So it's just another overdone thing by me. But <laughs> um, it's I, I quite like it. I actually quite like it. It's... it's, it's um, it's quite a dark song in some ways, but yeah, kind of dark electro. Um, but get... uh, but lyrically as well, quite a dark sure, song. Yeah. But um, uh, yeah, check it out if you want to listen to it. Um, so R A R H O A M E and a song uh, Rome and mm -hmm. the song is called In and Out Love, uh, and it should now be on yeah, all your we've got the email sent something. Yeah, well, it's yeah on all our uh, streaming services. So um, check it out. Uh, buy it, because then I get some... <laughs> Don't just stream it. Buy it on iTunes. Um, yeah, so uh, that's it. So, uh, But that's pretty cool. Uh, you know, I mean, it was a sponsored thing, so we got paid for it, and we did mention that in the video as well. But um, I think it's a pretty good service. And I, I, I think I mentioned it on the podcast before, but one of my... Every year, my news resolution is I want to have more of my own material out there and release an EP and something like that. Yeah, cool. And maybe now with this... I might actually try and release some stuff and mm. possibly um, 
maybe I'm going to try and do sort of themes for songs that I release. Uh, maybe release a song all on I recorded with IS stuff. Sure, yeah. And maybe release a song done all with plugins. Mm. And maybe release a song done all with certain things, you know, with certain... Acoustic guitars. Acoustic, yeah, yeah, you know, like different themes. Yeah. That's cool. Um, Give yourself limitations too because... Because a lot of limitations are good Yeah, a lot of times, especially with someone like me a... who I like, ev I like everything. Yeah. Um, I'm quite... I have quite a wide spectrum in music I like. That was a dark, by the way. Um, so um, I think limiting myself to things is quite good. So maybe I will actually release more stuff. Cool. Um, I'm quite keen to do something just with all the iOS stuff. Yeah. Okay, um, maybe that's the next one. That could be the next one. Yeah. Um, I have I've started a recording um, of a song that I quite like, uh, which I recorded. I think is it called? Sp I think it's called Spark as well. It's a different Spark. It's not the Positive Grid thing. Yeah. But there's a company called Clevgrand. They do plugins and also iOS stuff actually. Mm. Um, and some of it is quite cool. It's sort of I think they're maybe Swedish, and it's very Swedish. Uh, like if you if you know teenage engineering and IKEA and that sort of stuff, it's just very low, like very minimal, sure. and very clean. Yes. But they have, I think it's called Spark, and it's what they called an an their uh, an amp plugin. Mm -hmm. And I did a video for them actually for a, a delay. What is it called? It's like this multi delay. That's quite, and it's this modular multi -de mod delay. It's called yeah. mod delay. Sure. And you can put these modular blocks in. It's quite interesting, actually. It's quite a cool delay. And they released this um, Spark thing a little while ago. And it's it's amp sims and stuff. Mm. And I plugged it in and I played it. And it was, it's not, it doesn't sound like amps. It sounds different. Mm -hmm. And I think the idea behind it is more running keyboards and stuff like that through amplifiers. Like that sort of vibe. But it's not necessarily guitar amplifiers. Or reamping. Or reamping, maybe, yeah. But yeah. there was this... Um, one setting, it was this wild fuzz sound. That's it sounded really mm. not guitar, but it sounded really cool. And I made up this bit about like with it, and it's a couple of guitar tracks. And then I put these drums on it again. It's just a plug-in thing. So maybe that's going to become my plug-in thing. I need sure. to put more work on it. And originally I wanted to have saxophone on it. Mm -hmm. So maybe I can still get Dion to come and play something on yeah. it. Um. But I'll see what I do with it. But maybe that be, that could become a plug-in recording, and then I do something different on the. But yeah, it's it's a wild. It was a it was really big, wild, massive, sustain, crazy, fuzzy sound. Yeah. Um, nice. Um, but yeah. So anyway, that's this other thing. So yeah, I, may, I might do that. That might be, you know, a way for me to get my my act together and and actually do stuff that I've been saying I should do and been wanting to do. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. It's um. It's funny the whole lockdown thing. It's it's kind of inadvertently focused a lot of our minds a bit. We've found, especially with um, like, because I don't know about you, but I found myself, especially the last six twelve months, you just kind of say yes to a bunch of things because they're cool ideas and not actually mm. like focusing your time and energy on things you want to do or things going to make you money, which is legitimate way to reason to do things because um, you still have to pay bills and put food on the table yeah um, or if it's something that you really care about like a project that you really want to get behind creativity creativity wise things want too many syllables in there yes uh, so I yeah you kind of end up saying yeah, yeah sure I'll, I'll play in your, your weird blues band and it just sort of just takes up your time 
and it's not actually something you really want to do or that you, yeah. know, you really want to for whatever yeah. reason. So, and so there's that, which just sounds like where you're at now, where you can actually really want to do this for a couple of years now. Maybe this is the... If I, if I get time, right. if my, if, if the whole, <laughs> well, I mean, they're talking about maybe the kids going back, um, well, probably not till end of May, but, yeah. um, I think they started to do it in Europe as well now is where they, instead of the kids going, uh, five days a week, they go maybe two days a week oh, yeah, and cool. they have just sort of keep the numbers down. Yeah, sure. So I'm just a couple of it. kids, those days and a couple of kids, those other days. Uh, especially if that will happen or if they start. I mean, the, the problem is they're both, not problem, but I mean, they're both quite little, one's six mm. and one's ten. So the 10-year-old is a bit more independent in what you can do, but the six-year-old, you always need to be there and do stuff with her. But, the, you know, so we've both, my wife and I, like I said earlier, I think in this podcast, we've been flat out just with the kids. And then once they finish school, they finish school and then they want to do what they usually do and have fun with us. Yeah. So we're not off the hook. We're working from mm. when they wake up to when they go to sleep because we are the teachers yep. or helping them with, not teachers, but we're helping them with the schooling. But then after school, they also want us to play with them yeah. and do stuff with them, which is fair enough. And I mean, I think if, if nothing else, um, this whole lockdown thing, mm. I think it's great that families may actually spend more time together. Mm. The kids that... Yeah, because uh, I mean, we see it so, and this is completely removed from anything guitar related. But so many of my kids' friends, they go to before school care yeah. and after school care. Yeah. So the, their parents drop them off at I don't know, eight o'clock, seven thirty, eight yeah. o'clock in the morning, sure. and pick them up at five. Mm. So the whole day they spend at school at before school care, then school after school care, then they go home probably have dinner, maybe spend half an hour with the kids and then they go to bed mm. so they barely see the kids and i know we've got friends where both parents work and they go literally there's one day a month that they have off together as a family sure yeah. so i think more than anything else now it's not anyone's fault it's just how life works out hey? well it's just because of well it is it is society's fault because people live generally outside of the means because people generally sure. buy everything on on credit credit yeah, yeah and as soon as you live on credit you have to work uh, mm. As soon as you don't live outside of your means, and you don't, you know, I mean, again, this is not has nothing to do with music, but I mean, people tend to it affects your creati creativity time. And stuff. It, it affects your time because yeah. people instead of buying the car they can afford, yeah, they sure. buy the one next, they, they buy the one they want, <laughs> yeah. which is you know, and then they get it, buy it with a loan. Instead of buying a sort of modest house that they can live in, yeah. they buy you know, an expensive house, you know, so they can show off to their friends and when they have parties and say, oh, look at how cool my, my house is and we've got a pool and we've got this yeah. and we've got that. Got a helicopter landing, toilet. heliport. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and you know, there's my uh, my uh, Boeing 747 with the... I just thought of a line of... Uh, I think it's from a comedian or a comedy show and it's, he's my discreetly pregnant... Brazilian lingerie model girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. Yeah. But I mean, people live outside of their means, mm. which is why they have to work all the time, which is why yeah. they can't take time off. But I mean, that's a whole different thing. But, was... but I think more than anything else now, I think mm. there's a lot of families that actually spend time together. Yeah. And I think more than anything, that's a good thing. We see so, I think I mentioned this before, <clears throat> or maybe on the last podcast, there's so many families walking past our house, mm. going for walks and going for bike rides, and you never see that. It's good because you, you don't have to go out anywhere. You don't have to leave your house to throw rocks at them. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. No, but, no, but I mean, yeah, it's just that if there's anything good coming out of this, yeah. I think that's a good thing. 
But um, that's the other thing I was going to mention with the kind of focusing your mind and decisions with the lockdown situation is not only like what you want to put time and effort into, whether it be business or creativity stuff or family type activity, but it's also financial too. Yeah. Um, so we've kind of, I'm doing a little bit of things, stuff in the studio, maybe like a little job a week, maybe a hundred bucks a week if that, it's just bugger all, you know. Well, that's what I do with teaching basically. Yeah. yeah. But we're kind of living off Zoe's wage, which is still only four days a week. So she's not even full time. Yeah, yeah. And we've actually done some sums and we can get by. Like it's really, going to be really tight. Well, that's it the thing. It won't be forever, but it's really tight. So we're thinking, what are we spending all this other money on? When, you know, I've got well, that's the thing. That's the thing. I mean, I mean, so many people. Uh, and I mean, we noticed it with us. And again, this has nothing to do with music. But, uh, you know, we now, we try, we try to go once a week. We try to go shopping. Right. Yeah. We do all the shopping. We kind of try to plan what we're going to have for dinner. We're trying to plan what we have for lunch. <clears throat> and so we go shopping. We go there. We buy what we need. We come home. And then we eat what we have. Whereas before all this, you know, we think, oh, what are we having tonight? Oh, yeah, we're having that. Okay, let's go shopping and buy it. And then you go shopping and then you go and have a coffee. And then you might, because the kids are sure. at school, you might go and have lunch out together, you know, me and my wife. Yeah. And then you go and you walk to a department store and then you see, oh, look, there's these pants or the, you know, or yeah. shoes or whatnot. And you buy it. Something for the house. Or... Something for the house. Or you go, you know, and you, you walk past, I don't know, the news agency and you go, oh, you know, there's a, there's $60 million jackpot in the lottery. Let's buy a ticket, you know, yeah. like a quick pick. And, yes. and, and before you know it, you that's know, done. that's, I yeah. don't know, $100 is spent. Because, yeah. I mean, even just going to a coffee shop, just the two of us, have a coffee, have some lunch. It's like yeah. fifty bucks, you know. Totally. Um, and and then by the time you do all the other things, there's a hundred, hundred, you know, and that's every day. And um, and you don't even realize it. And, it's, and then plus, you I know, think then, it's, it's worth doing, but not every day. <laughs> no, but you need to yeah. like splurge a bit and go. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. This is why I work hard to be able to live a bit. And yeah, yeah. Uh, a mutual friend of ours, musician friend, said this quote once. I don't, I don't even know if he made it up or it was from something, but he said. Everything in moderation, including moderation. Yeah. Which I thought was cool. Like, yeah. I think we were talking about food at the time, but um, like, just be sensible. Like, let your hair down, but not every day. Or like, go have a glass <coughs> of wine, but if you're drinking a box of cheap, crappy red wine every night, maybe you got a problem. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, we've yeah. really noticed with food as well now, we've noticed that we used to always, the fridge was always completely full. And now we noticed we go shopping. Um, uh, we go shopping once a week. The f- fridge is completely packed at the start of the week. Mm. But then we eat everything in the fridge. And then, yeah. ne- like, now, today, actually, I need to go shopping at some stage today. Sure. Um, so you're getting m- more out of it. It's We're actually eating what we're buying. Yeah. And we used to, the fridge used to be completely chockers. And then half of the time, we'd find stuff in the back, and it's out of date, and you go, oh, I'll just chuck it out. Mm. But now, because we plan ahead. So I think... Uh, the, the the problem is, I mean, there's a lot of good things coming out of this, maybe, possibly. Yeah. The problem is, I foresee people's habits just going back to the way they were. It would be nice if people's habits would stay the way they are. Totally. But, I mean, that's a whole different story. But I guess the individual's choices and stuff. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but, yeah, so anyway, I mean, this turned into something that has nothing oh, to do with pedals and gear. But, but it I mean, still affects your, um, like, either time to make music or money to spend on music yeah. gear and toys yeah. and stuff like but i think yeah yeah it's not, it's not just this whole thing actually i should, should uh, say a shout out to to um 
um, Matt, um, you know Matt Shorten? From the yeah, Matt, yeah, of course I know Matt. We were chatting last night, because he's, um, he might be starting a pedal business. Or oh, making pedals? Yeah. Oh, cool. Because he just got prototypes for the PCBs. He'd, he'd make some cool stuff too. He'd make the kind of stuff I would like. Well, <laughs> um, Matt's, Matt's in a pretty hardcore metal band, but... He, I don't know if I should say. It sort of reminds of White Zombie, I think. But the, it, his first pedal is not going to be. It's more. It's not metal at all. It's, oh really? Yeah. I don't know if I should. Say oh okay, ways, okay. Because it's prototyping, but. Because um, he he's right into modular stuff as well, and yeah. he, uh, to me he'd be the kind of guy who'd make really cool stuff. Well, I've already said I already promised him to do a demo. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I oh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I said you have to come on the podcast. So yeah, yeah. We'll have to get Matt on the scene. He's a cool guy. He's a really cool yeah. dude. I've always got lots of time for him. So um, yeah, he's in a band. Is it Dark Cell? That's it. Yeah, that's the band. Thank it's you, it's yes. uh, it. Uh, uh, it's quite heavy music, and mm. but visually, it always reminds me of like Rob Zombie, White Zombie, that sure, sort of yeah. stuff. It's that very um um um. It's it's like it's a it's a show. It's not just uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's theatrical. Like, it, theatrical. They yeah. dress up. They. It's it's they're, they're, it's a show. I think they do makeup stuff too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like like Rob Zombie kind of yeah. that vibe. That kind of reminds me of that. So Dark Cell, go check him out. Uh, yeah, we were talking last night, chatting on the internets, and um, yeah, about all this stuff, and he's trying to prototype and um, yeah, things like he's wanted to do this for a while. So now's the time. Now's the time to do it. And inadvertently, yeah, they kind of come out of this time of being locked down at home, and um, but like I mentioned earlier in the podcast, like. It's just trouble getting parts too. <laughs> well, that's it nowadays. Yeah, that's so, one of the problems. That's... When it's ready, it's ready. Yeah. But see that, and again, this has nothing to do with anything music related. But if if the world should learn anything from this, right, mm. is don't we shouldn't just do things for the sake of profit. And I think one of the big problems, and one of the things we we're kind of seeing from this and shortage of things, is that you have. Countries like China, for example, mm. making everything. Yeah. So, I mean, I had a chat with my parents the other day. In Europe, apparently, they're talking about, um, you know, they, they have these sort of like, the proper surgical masks and gloves sure. that they wear in hospitals and stuff like that. Yeah. There's apparently one factory in the world that does it in India wow. that does 100% of all surgical masks and gloves. And they can't cope with production. Of course. They'd... But I mean, how really, if you think about it, how dumb are we as a society where just for the sake of profit, we move all this stuff to one place in India, one place in China that makes all that stuff. And something like this happens and we're screwed. And I mean, they, they generally were talking in, in, this is in Austria, I don't know. And I don't know how, this is just something I, my, I remember when my parents and I were chatting. They're worried about hospitals, hospitals not being able to get surgical gloves and masks. Of course. Because yeah. people buy the stuff without needing it necessarily. Mm. And I mean, it's this whole panic mentality, like people with the toilet paper and all that stuff, yeah. where people hoard this crap and have, you know, people buy, oh, we need thousand masks, you know. No, you don't. 40 kilos of rice. No, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, a hundred toilet paper rolls. Yeah. But because people hoard this stuff, because they panic by it. Yeah. Hospitals don't get access to it, you know, and people mm. that actually need it. So, and I mean, it's the same thing, you know, we, and again, this is as far removed from this stuff, from, from music related gear as possible. I think hopefully if anything, we learn from this, that we are 
destroying industries within our countries sure. for the sake of profit when we move it all to one other place mm. and if something like this happens the world is screwed because nowhere yeah. else has the facilities to make it also there is apparently one or two factories in china yeah. who make aspirin and panadol and that sort of stuff for the whole world for every yeah, right. company one or two factories that make for the entire world there is nowhere else in the world that makes that stuff mm. yep. and then you have something like this happen and then there's shortage of basic things like Panadol and aspirin was it Brian Wampless I think it was him saying that he would love to make a pedal out of all American parts but but you can't, you can't. well that's what he was saying because you know there's, they don't the, make them in there's this push and apparently especially in America there's this push off on you know oh, I've got to buy American don't yeah. buy Chinese crap like, and it is guys like Brian Wampler saying, yeah, you're buying a Wampler pedal that is manuf that is assembled in yeah. America. And the idea of it is come came from a guy in America, but 100% of the parts inside are from China because mm. you cannot get it anywhere else. Oh, because yeah. again, this, these industries were destroyed in a, the, once upon a time. Yep. Potentiometers and potentiometers. Yep. It's a tricky word. It is, yeah. And all these switches and, and diodes and all this stuff and tubes were made in America and were made in all these places. Mm. But not anymore because uh, these companies decided that American workforce is too expensive Yeah. because they only made X amount of profit. But because... And I mean, this is, again, a whole different thing. But, you know, it's this thing where profit and inflation of profit, you have your profit has to inflate. And if your profit doesn't inflate, even if you make profit, you're considered a failure. You're considered a profit. You're considered a company that is not making profit, even though you're making profit. Yeah, yeah. It's, so it's to, surreal, isn't it? It's stupid. And it's to surreal. make more profit, you have to... Where do you start? Where you go, well, I can pay these American or, or German or Australian workers X amount yep. to make this product, or I can pay a Chinese company that probably uses... 10-year-olds, you know, and, and, well, sweatshops. I mean, that's the whole sweatshop thing, isn't it? Yeah. Um, to make the same components for half the price or a third of the price or a quarter yeah. of the price. Um, maybe less, slightly lesser quality and, or maybe the same quality, I don't know. But uh, that's the first thing that happens. And then you destroy entire industries and you destroy yeah. work workplaces mm. i mean that's the thing you have all these people and that's to me and again has nothing to do with music and we're you know and ken ken you're listening to this and you're probably agreeing with me <laughs> by the way big shout out to ken yeah mate. and be good to your posties out there and yeah. be good to the because they're getting hammered with people buying stuff online and people are very impatient with post offices and post people so be nice to them because they're working extremely hard at the moment so hi ken by the way anyway um, what was I saying? Well, like, it's a kind of tricky one because not, like, you, you want people to have, like, a workforce locally and you want to have oh, money money in your own in your own communities. But then also... You've got to keep the shareholders there's, happy. There's people in communities in Southeast Asia that also have, like, income. They have income, like, yeah. People but... on the, like, actually day-to-day -day people going to work in a factory. Mm. They also Beringer need, City, yeah. an entire city that was built around Beringer. They also need a job. Of course they need a job, and there's nothing wrong with that, and there's nothing wrong with so, what they're doing because they're just wanting to make a living. Totally. But what I'm getting at is you have all these, and especially more than anyone else, the more right-wing people are, mm. generally, and again, this is, if you are right-wing, it's, you know, I'm sorry for you, but anyway, <laughs> um, uh, the more right-wing people are, the more they talk about 
uh, all these, you know, closed borders, don't let foreigners in, don't let that in. But they will be the first people, you know, conservative um, um, parties and conservative generally politicians and people. They're the f- they're, I mean, they're the ones that always go about profit, profit, profit. We've got a, you know, economy, economy, economy. Yeah, just and they're the first that outsource everything. It's happening in our government. Well, it's, it ha- exactly. And the problem is, to me, yeah. uh, uh, and again, it's something that you see a lot in America. To me, patriotism and being someone who is pro your own country that you live in is not about waving flags and not letting other people in. To me, b- patriotism is about buying local you know don't buy um honey that comes from china if you live in here in a place where you you can buy local honey Mm. buy local honey buy local eggs and support local industries don't let big companies and politicians tell you that you and i mean that's the other joke that's the biggest joke you know you have all these people talking about all these unions you know Mm. they want australian workers are just too expensive I mean, listen to what you're saying. And this, yeah. Those same people at the same time whinge about people that are unemployed and bludging off totally, the system. Yeah. Yet what they're doing is they're saying, I just don't understand it. They're mm. saying, so yeah. you're, these people that want to work, yeah. but they need to work for less. You know, They <laughs> should work for less. Or if they don't work for less, well, outsource it to China. To me, that's the opposite of patriotism. You know, yeah. But anyway, I mean, we're, we're, this is going into a very yeah, sure. This is a political podcast now, but we, yeah, Ken will love this. <laughs> if you do, if you don't end up supporting local business, whatever it is, you end up with this kind of almost economic wasteland. Yeah. Um, on any scale. Yeah. Whether it's honey or you know homemade lemonade made by nine year olds down the street, or if it's actually manufacturing and but did they get their um, <laughs> the lemons from yeah. China. Yeah, or if it's like someone like um, like Holland's shut. Has Holland's sh- shut all the manufacturing now in Australia? I don't know. I think so. Yeah. So there's no cars made by Holland Australia. Oh the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that, that so, was last, last year, two years yeah. ago. The, the entire oh. car industry has been. There's no car industry in Australia anymore. Mm. And that's dollar signs. It is, but but at the same time, these people that that wave Australian yeah. flags and go, we're big patriots yeah. because, you know, th- you know, the, the Pauline Hansons, that don't even talk about her really, but I mean, the ones that, oh, those, you know, the Chinese coming in and yeah. they're taking over. But at the same time, they're more than happy to, yeah. to let, let, uh, you know, companies close factories here to move to China because it's cheaper over there. But I mean, that's a, that's a, yeah, let's get away from that. That's, that's a sure. whole different thing. So, uh, most people have turned off by now, <laughs> but I mean, um, personally we have now in the last, Five six years probably, we try to buy um, we try to buy local honey. We try to mm. buy local milk, uh, and even though it's more expensive, um, and even though it's um, you know people look at us and go because I mean there was this whole thing for a while as well. Again, th- completely different, but um, the whole milk thing, you know, the yeah. whole milk thing that was going in here, and people right. were yeah. abusing you if you were not buying if you were, would buy the the you know the home brand. Sure. Um, milk and stuff. People would yell at you, but the same people probably buy that home brand milk now. But I mean, um, you know, we, it costs you know almost twice as much. But we buy. But I mean, two dollars or five dollars. Yeah, twice as much. It's as not. What, yeah. It's no yeah. difference really. We're trying to buy local milk. We're trying to buy local honey. We try to whenever fruits and vegetables. We try to buy them locally as opposed to sure. going to the supermarket to support 
local people. And I mean, we're doing a thing and we've been doing it for a while now on a, on a YouTube channel. And if anyone is listening who's a manufacturer, uh, and again, nothing against manufacturers anywhere else in the world, but mm. if you're an Australian manufacturer of anything, amps, guitars, pedals, yeah. send us stuff. We won't charge you a cent um, because to make videos and reviews of it because we think, you know, you should support people locally that make stuff mm. because it is a it it brings money into your area into where you live totally um and there's nothing wrong with people making stuff in other places and there's nothing you know american podcasts and they should yeah. you know do more american stuff and european ones french channels should look yeah. after french things you know that's just the way it is because you should look after in one way or another mm. of things that are local to you i guess finding that balance of what you do buy from overseas and what you do buy locally? Well, you don't have an option to buy it. Sure. Some things you have to buy from overseas. Yeah. But, I mean, to me, the joke but, is, the joke I'm, is if you go to a supermarket and you're buying frozen fruit, for example. Yeah, My yeah. kids, one of the things we do now um, in the morning for breakfast quite often, we make these smoothies, fruit mm-hmm. smoothies. And we try to buy um, fruit and stuff locally, but sometimes you can't. And quite often frozen fruit is nice because it makes it cold and, yeah. you know. But you go and, you, you know, you look at organic, I don't know, frozen fruit, blueberries, yeah. right, or strawberries. And almost all of them, you look at the label, they come from Peru or they come from yeah. from from Indonesia or they come from God knows where. You go, we have an entire... It's a big country, Australia. It's a big... No, but we have... There's a lot of good fruit in Australia. Yeah, yeah. But we have these trade agreements where the Australian fruit is sold to someone overseas and we buy the fruit from over there, which is so stupid. But totally. it's these trade agreements you have, yep. which are just dumb. Yep. Like, you know, why can't I buy frozen fruit from even from Victoria? You know, mm. No, it's from overseas. And then you go to Peru and they probably buy Australian frozen... Genuine Australian strawberries. It's the... Why? Why? Yeah. You know, why do these stupid trade agreements? It's just a lot of people in suits sitting there yeah. pushing numbers around. You know, that's all it is. Mm. And in the end, we get screwed. And you have all these container ships going across the ocean, yeah. polluting the world as well. I mean, if you want to look at that sort of stuff. Mm. For what? You know, yeah. again, so some people in suits sitting around a board table make extra cash. But anyway, let's not talk about this. We've gone... I've been saying that for a long time. We've gone over an hour now. Sure. Um, so thank you so much for listening. And sorry that this turned political in the end. <laughs> and Ken, hello to you again. And, hey, uh, and listen to Ken's podcast. Uh, Ken, oh, yeah, the postie. Uh, Roadside365, I think it's called. I'll put a link in the description below. Yeah, cool. Listen to his podcast. Ken's an awesome guy. And he he is quite good at talking to people and interviewing people. And cool. we chat a lot. So all the people on my mail run that are after me, sorry. Because he comes and chats for a long time. <laughs> um, I hope he's more chatty than my postman. He's nice, but he always is a bit grumpy and just grunts at you and goes, "Here you go." Ah, uh, Ken's. I was <laughs> Ken. Ken's the best mailman in the world. So oh, he's, he's an awesome dude. He's a, a nicest guy in the world, and uh, always up for a chat. And I'm always right. up for a chat. So yeah, nice. So on that note, also please don't forget. Uh, oh, big shout out to Ram as well, Ram John. Uh, and uh, Hugh Roberts and all the usual suspects uh, who oh, posted things and say hello always, and uh, uh, you guys are awesome. Mm, um, very cool. Yeah, and we'll be back maybe with a guest sometime soon. There's a few people I've been kind of wanting to get on the show. Yep. One of the guys, actually, um, he's very camera shy, but I wonder if how he goes with audio, is Tom from Elevated Jam Tracks. 
Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. If you haven't checked out Elevated Jam, Jam Tracks, go to YouTube and type in Elevated Jam Tracks. Elevated, I think you make Elevated. Elevated. Which is a mistake I hadn't. Not elevator, no. no, elevated. Yep. Um, he makes, in my opinion, the best jam tracks. They're cool. And yeah, a cool. lot of times, there's you know a bunch of chords in there that don't necessarily belong into scales, but it works really well, and it makes mm. playing over it much more interesting. So yep. he makes. So I'm, I'm, I've been wanting to get him on maybe because sure. um, he's an awesome dude. Uh, again, that I had a you know pleasure of meeting um at 42 gear street and i did a video i played guitar on one of his tracks so That's you can you find me in my beautiful mr goo goo jumper <laughs> and there's a, playing acoustic guitar on the track um so yeah i'm, I'm hoping to have him on and maybe ryan from 60 cycle hum um Fun. and maybe we should get ken on sure have Fun. ken on the show nice. uh, that could be nope. fun um, Podcaster. Oh, and uh, Licia Luis, we've been talking, maybe having her on. Yeah, She's cool. a local um, musician, singer, song. Oh, not local. I think she lives in northern New South Wales. Does she? I think she's always so, up here. Too. But she's up here a lot, okay. yeah. Well, not now, but she's usually up here a lot. But maybe get her on. She's actually great guitar player. Yeah, I've worked with her a couple of times with um, she's, and, and sound. Ken and I were talking about that, and I don't mean this wrong in any way, shape, or form. You've got to always be politically correct nowadays. But she doesn't play guitar. When you watch her play guitar, yeah. she doesn't play guitar like a girl plays guitar or like a female plays guitar. Mm. She, the way, and I've only ever, there's two people in my life, I think, that I've seen the way they play guitar, they play guitar like a guy would play guitar. Not that there's, and I don't want this to come out wrong. I don't yeah. mean this in a bad way. But I mean, you watch the Taylor Swift thing and you watch a lot of female singer-songwriters, the way they play. It's a very different way they hold the guitar and play. But her and Sarah McLeod from Super Jesus. Oh, yeah. She's cool, eh? She's awesome, yeah. We did a couple of support shows with the Super Jesus, the loudest band ever in the history of the yeah. world. Um, uh, uh, just the way they play, it doesn't look like a female playing guitar. It just looks... Again, not that there's anything wrong with it. Yeah, but cool. she's she's a great player and um, good songwriter and good singer mm -hmm. and she does all the looping thing. And yep. she did on her YouTube channel, I think, she did a rundown, Rick rundown oh, cool. of what she uses. Uh, and it's really cool. So we might have her on and uh, a few other people. We're talking about having Ben Coombs on again, the guy who's the um, mm. the YouTube live stream, um, what do you call it? The mediator. Mediator for yeah. pretty much every YouTube live stream out there. Yep. So Ben Coombs might be on and a few other people. So we'll have some more guests and do some more stuff like this and I promise less political stuff in future. <laughs> um, so thank you so much for listening and uh, that's it for us. Yeah, we'll um, see you soon or talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. Bye. Catch you.